Dompy and Patrick in here. <laughs> All stream from the Discord. Dope. For slash eagle hackers. Get in on it. <laughs> Welcome to CS Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, CS Joseph. And uh, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. I am literally watching the cutest, not even one-year-old, walk around with their mama downtown. Super mega cute. Dressed just like their mama. Wow. Children are so cute. Small children. It's important to uh, build a future for them whenever possible. It's also important if they're an SI user that you don't make them weak. What's up, Yuri? Love you, bro. Dang, I'm tired. A little exhausted. Yeah, so how to avoid making an SI user weak. It's important for parents. It's important for uh, people uh, in relationships. Or any human interaction uh, that you may have, uh, specifically uh, with any SI user. SI users being ESTJ, ISTJ, ESFJ, ISFJ, ENTP, INTP, INFP, ENFP. Eight of the 16 types, so this applies to eight of the 16 types. But it especially applies to SI inferior. Really applies to SI inferior. SI inferior who is afraid of being weak, and sometimes they uh, get gaslit or hella enabled such that they end up staying weak in their life. Which kind of sucks. Wouldn't recommend that. Wouldn't recommend that at all. Don't do that. No. Let's get some likes on the stream, guys. Come on. Get some likes on it. Show some support. Kind of interesting to be streaming this late, so yeah. Uh, someone asked, do I find any validity in astrology? Uh, to a point. Astrology is just incomplete. I think there's 16 signs, not uh, 12 signs, so. But uh, can't see what those signs are unless we're to actually like travel to the far side of the galaxy and look back at Earth, the point of origin, and see what constellations the Earth is inside of, basically. And then boom, there should be four constellations there. And then we adjust the zodiac to be something a little bit, uh, a little bit more symmetrical instead of asymmetrical, based on what we can see in the sky. And we know we can do this because Polaris exists, because Polaris, the null star, is always there. And we can kind of figure out, like, I have a feeling that uh, utilizing uh, calculations between the position of the Earth and the Sol system and the position of uh, Polaris as another point, you could potentially triangulate potential other constellations that the Earth is actually closest to or near, 
from looking at the perspective of the Earth on the other side of the galaxy, which would allow us to potentially finish the zodiac and actually come to a larger understanding of the zodiac after the fact. But of course, that's not going to happen until we develop faster than light travel or immortality via technology. <coughs> that too would be dangerous because spacing pioneers would just get to a point where it's like, well, as I travel faster than light, I'm not aging, but everyone else is aging and dies off. So like it'd be hundreds of years before you get to the other side of the galaxy. And then all those people basically died, right? But anyway, so yeah, tonight's question, just remember folks, I might get interrupted during the stream, do like typing random people. It happens, people come up while I'm filming. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? And then I'm like, oh, I'm a mind reader. And then they can't resist. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully we get some takers. Yeah, immortality is actually stupid. It is legit stupid, at least currently right now for humanity. Need some uh, divine intervention or divine um, leadership of some kind for us to even consider immortality, but uh, under that direction, since we're a feminine race, but until then, no. If you wanna learn more about that, then uh, check out, uh, what do you wanna check out? Uh, check out season 17, where I basically use Jungian analytical psychology to prove the existence of God. If you haven't watched that playlist yet, you probably should. Well, there's an ISFP and my ISFP tree, and she's all looking at that tree, and she's like, ooh, I feel an affinity with that tree, because apparently we want to keep the ISFP tree joke going on as much as we can. I don't know why. <laughs> What's up, Yuri? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. So SI users. SI users have this thing like, if they're like enabled in their comfort zone, they're gonna stay in their comfort zone. It's actually going to inhibit their growth, right? And anyone who has a friendship or a relationship or is raising an SI user, you all run that risk of ruining the SI user, right? Yes, I'm able to type people by text interactions. Of course I am. I have an entire course available on that, egohackingbytext.com, where I literally teach you how to type people by text. So, like, that's a thing. Or you can just, you know, Google C.S. Joseph EBT by, you know, Lynn Burton's uh, comment in the chat. Thank you, Lynn, for being awesome. Helping people find that. Check that out. So, yeah decided, you know what, I'm just going to dump a bunch of content on YouTube tonight because why the hell not, right? Why the hell not? We might even take these streams down. That could be a thing. I want to watch out for that. So, Tiptoe is asking what type I am. Wow, I'm uh, an ENTP, UDSF, naturally. That's what I am. Shout out to Tiptoe for uh, potentially being new to the community and being on Discord. He likes my shirt, huh? Well, I'm not a gay man, contrary to popular belief. Huh? Yeah, so SI users get stuck in the comfort zone, you know, especially if you're dealing with like an NP, an NP SI user. 
to like the uh, mother's basement uh, stereotype uh, people. So. I enjoy being beautiful for you, Yuri, don't worry. <laughs> so yeah. So, and the reason why like these people get stuck in their mother's basement and not really go anywhere, it's because you know, you as a parent or maybe you as a friend or maybe you as a lover has just enabled your SI user into their comfort zone and they're stuck in their comfort zone. And honestly, they need to be challenged. Gosh, what's, oh, I put this glare, man. This glare is like terrible. It's so terrible. I hate the glare, man. So let's just get the glare out. I don't care. I hate the glare. Actually, move the camera a little bit more. Dope. Dope. So yeah. SI users, we just get stuck in our comfort zone, and I, I really was stuck in my comfort zone. My dad had SE child. My dad's extroverted sensing child definitely enabled me and my introverted sensing inferior, and I spent so much time playing video games, especially my teenage years, when I should have been learning how to become a man, and I had to learn all that in my 20s, like a moron. I got myself one of those Super Game Boys, stuck it to my Super Nintendo. I was playing Pokemon Blue for like endless hours and whatnot, and that was like a very unwise decision on my part when my dad offered me an opportunity to be a mechanic with him and actually work on a car that would eventually become the car that I would drive when I was 16 years old. And uh, instead of showing him some gratitude for that opportunity, I was just enabled in my comfort zone and ended up doing it with him. And that really hurt my father. And I, one of the greatest regrets of my life, actually, is not doing that. So. Why is everyone telling me I should become like a, a major? No, like, screw university. I'm not going to university. Why am I gonna learn anything in university? I'm not. I'm self-taught, so why the hell would I do that? You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing that. So yeah. So don't enable SI users in their comfort zone. You have to teach them basically that they have to earn their comfort zone. They have to earn, and then they earn that by putting in effort, right? They have to earn their comfort zone. But if you're an enabler, you're actually the problem, not them, right? That's a big deal, like a really, really big deal. So you gotta watch out for that. Don't let that happen. Don't let that become, you know, part of you. You gotta watch out for that consistently. Dang, I am tired. I'm lacking in electrolytes as well. You could feel it. SI is like shot right now. Because I haven't been enabling myself. I haven't been enabling my comfort zone. I'm probably going to enable my comfort zone like all day tomorrow, let's be honest. So yeah.
Make sure, make sure that you are properly, in a healthy way, pressuring your SI users into producing, into getting out of their comfort zone. They just have to. Now, naturally, like for some reason, SJs, they're able to get out of their comfort zone pretty easy because they have experted sensing nemesis and experted sensing critic. Experted sensing nemesis, they're worried about their personal performance, so they oftentimes get out of their comfort zone in order to facilitate their personal performance. That's a big deal, right? Experted sensing critic is very critical towards their own personal performance. That's why we have top performers like Tom Brady, even though he is an SI user, as the greatest quarterback of all time, but he's constantly pulling himself out of his comfort zone and testing himself all the time because experted sensing critic, okay? That's a really big deal, experted sensing critic. So SJs, as SI users, could typically get themselves out of the comfort zone regardless of enablement. However, NP types, nope, NP types, no, if they, if they receive enabling and they're stuck in their comfort zone, they'll be stuck in their comfort zone a very, very long time, basically until they hit rock bottom. And you don't want to do that to an SI user, which is really horrible. So yeah, watch out for that. Really watch out for that. But the basic, the basic premise is, is that they need to earn their comfort zone, NPs especially, need to earn their comfort zone by putting their effort into things and expanding their comfort zone. Getting them outside of that comfort zone, taking them to other places in their life, new locations, new skills, new things, and you show them what to do. And you have to have their SI user actually do those, no, no, their, those new things on their own to the point where they are basically practicing through repetition, right? I've been doing that a lot, actually. I have a um, SDSF uh, SI user as a uh, ENTP as a roommate, and he's challenging me all the time. And we and I challenge him. We get each other out of each other's comfort zones all the time, which is amazing. And then we pick up new skills. You know, I'm teaching him driving and uh, teaching him a lot of other things. He's teaching me dexterous skills, you know, like butterfly knifing, etc., which is pretty awesome. I love butterfly knifing. It's uh, one of my favorite things and teaching me various tricks, you know, doing that with nunchucks as well. Good point now where I'm obsessed with my butterfly knife. I love it. It's actually how I reduce stress. Even actually to a point, puts in my subconscious, makes me really happy and actually gets me out of uh, my comfort zone to a point, emphasizing more personal performance, which is hard to do when you have an expert sensing demon or experted sensing trickster, right? Oh, that's it for this one. That's it for that one. So yeah, it's really important. You gotta do that. You gotta do that consistently, especially if you're a parent. You do not want to enable your NP or any SI user but it's really easy for NJ types especially to enable SI users. It's like especially easy. So you gotta watch out for that as well. Like stay away from that. So for NPs, center their comfort zone, uh, like uh, get them to trade effort for their comfort zone but from the perspective of performance basically. Sometimes I tell INTP clients who are stuck in the comfort zone, okay, well, just move to a foreign country where you don't know the language and eventually you'll figure it out. Just force yourself to go explore, 
and have those new experiences and do those things, right? You gotta do that consistently. And it's all about consistency because the SI user needs to learn how to be consistent, especially NP types. That's one thing about NP type, uh, types, they have like a higher propensity, a higher cap capability of becoming consistent, right? Which is awesome that they have that. So it's very important to do that and do that consistently. It's all about managing that comfort zone. Because otherwise, you've just, you have a lump on your hands. And then, you know, if they're in a relationship, whatnot, they've had their comfort zone enabled their whole life, then somehow they get into like a sexual relationship. All of a sudden you have an SI user mother who doesn't know how to change a diaper, or all of a sudden you have an SI user man who doesn't take on his male burden of performance, and then ends up, you know, being divorced and his whole life ruined as a result of that divorce. Which really sucks, right? So don't, uh, don't do that. So let's check out some of the comments, right? It's a way to maximize comfort when in using the comfort zone. I mean, sure, but why would they? It's usually unconscious focused SI users that would do that. They need to be subconscious focused. They have to earn that comfort, you know? Leslie asks, how to make an NP comfortable and giving them a consistent, great experience without making them weak in the relationship? Well, the thing is, is that they already have to have really good examples over time, you know, to that end. They have to have really good examples of adults in their lives who are actually all about that skill-based learning or all about getting out of their own comfort zone. And then if you're friends with SI users, you need to have a similar example to that end, be an example to your friends. If you're in a sexual relationship, well, here's the thing. It's not a woman's job to improve the SI user. It's not, it's, that's not their job. That SI user needs to get out of their comfort zone and have male friends in order for them to actually learn from those male friends to be better. Because it is written as iron sharpens iron, so does one man to another, basically. So does one man, yeah. So a man who does not have male friends, ladies, avoid him, especially if he's an SI user. Men need to have male friends. And without male friends, they're gonna get stuck in their comfort zone and basically be entirely worthless, which is annoying, like super annoying. Don't do that. Don't make that uh, mistake. Ethan asks, does any of the SI user forcing themselves to go and do things? Yes, yes it is. The SI user has to develop habits because SI users are all about habits, right? And those habits are necessary. You can't necessarily, like if you're a parent, you could force an SI user uh, to do that. Or if like you're an SI user who is a friend with an SI user, you can say, hey, don't talk to me again until you get your shit together, right? That kind of a thing. Or as an SI user, drag the SI user around and give them new experiences. Help them explore the world, basically. <laughs> Take them to places that are outside of their comfort zone. Obligate them to do that. Because, <coughs> <coughs> you know, SIUs is all about obligation, right? So obligate them from that perspective. Do that consistently. They'll be able to go a lot further than that. Way further than uh, first thought. So, yeah. It's a big deal. Consistent big deal that over and over and over but if you're in a sexual relationship well there's not much you can do 
this is why it's important that you know, if you're like evaluating someone for a sexual relationship, if they don't have female friends and she's a woman, bad. If uh, if it's a man and he doesn't have male friends, very bad. You know, they should be able to have healthy relationships with the same sex, basically. And if they don't, that's a huge red flag for a relationship. It just shows you that the SI user, especially their NP, especially the NP, that's really bad. I know this one INFP in town who's a total player, right? And he has this thing where he has zero male friends, zero male friends, and he's a single dad, but he doesn't have any male friends. He's got a tons, he has tons of female friends, and he's constantly just like facilitating the monkey branching of these women and taking advantage of these women, you know, through cognitive origin of authority, because he appears powerful, and they get off on that power, only to find out that he's actually a man who entirely lacks substance, right? because he's been enabled in his comfort zone and he has a hard time developing healthy friendships with fellow men, men who would challenge him because he's in this comfort zone where he doesn't want to be challenged by men at all because then that would mean his TE inferior is open to criticism from men as iron sharpens iron, so does one man to another, okay? So an SI user man has to be willing to put himself into the fire and be, allow himself to be sharpened and challenged by male friends. And if he's not willing to endure that, he's a low quality man, definitely not a man, a woman should basically open her legs to that man. He's a low value man basically. High value men have great relationships with men, very great relationships. So ladies, like if you're evaluating a man for a sexual relationship, look at his male friends, look at his relationship with his father. It's super important. Otherwise, you could potentially have, be having sex with a man who's a total loser. Because don't forget, while women control access to sexuality because sexuality is their only agency, because men don't give it, like men don't really care about what a woman's career is or the job or anything to that effect. They just don't care. Uh, if they don't have those male friends, it's just not gonna, it's just not gonna work out because those male friends will sharpen your man over time and improve him and keep basically keep you interested in that man over time and then you won't hit development phase and then decide to divorce him because 83% of divorce in the United States is actually initiated by women and it's really one of the main reasons is because these men do not have healthy relationships with other men. That's literally what happens and it sucks. It sucks a lot. It's a huge problem actually, like a very big problem. So you might want to watch out for that. Like seriously, you're gonna to have to watch out for that. Yeah, and someone just said in the chat, you know, have faith. Yeah, these SI user men need to learn how to have faith, have faith in the process and be willing to endure that criticism. Now it's easier for an INTP and the easiest for an ENTP to take criticism. It really is. But, uh, but NFPs, you know, even, even ENFPs can also take criticism pretty decently. Uh, X-rated thinking trial, as long as it doesn't like ruin their reputation. Because if they start having a reputation for being weak, if they start having a reputation for being stuck in their comfort zone, that's no bueno for them. The INFP would protect the comfort zone and then just be like, hey, you know, I'm going to make it look like that I'm strong while not actually being strong. They need to have that personal strength, right? You know, and women, you know, if they don't, if they don't have healthy relationships with 
girls, that means they have a lot of relationship with guys, which means they're hoes, essentially. And that's a huge problem, you know? All right, so what did Wes ask? Are you metaphorically able to sharpen your own sword as an SE user? Yeah, you can. And that's done through practice. It's always done through practice. Practice, practice, practice for an SE user. Uh, but with the SI user, it's about being consistently exposed to new things. SI users need exposure therapy. But if you're in a sexual relationship with an SI user who's stuck in their comfort zone, it's not your job to facilitate that exposure therapy. It's actually the job of the people who they have same-sex friendships with or the same-sex uh, family members with from that perspective. And that's ultimately you know, a sign of like a healthy person as a result, right? That's what it means. That's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, just keep these things in mind. Like it's super important, like really important. SI users being stuck in the comfort zone, like it's one of the big contributors to fatherlessness ultimately. And you know, we as a community, we as the ego hacker community are here to ultimately prevent fatherlessness with the ultimate form of fatherlessness being abandonment, especially abandonment of children, with the biggest abandonment of children being when a male ends up pressuring someone else to get an abortion, basically pressuring a woman to get an abortion. That's like the worst form of uh, fatherlessness that actually exists. Weak SI user men need to seek out a strong INFJ or ESTP. Yeah, potentially. But men value compatibility over camaraderie and compatible relationships, you know, and men being that they're more affiliative, you know, birds of a feather flock together, so there are some risks there. But here's the thing, like if you're an SI user man, you have to develop the habit where you force yourself on your own to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. I mean, look at me, I'm live streaming on the side of the street, which is risky. I got people in my face all the time. Like all of these things end up becoming a huge problem, like a very huge problem, you know, for me, because people get in my face, you know, a couple of weeks ago, almost got into two altercations. In fact, even actually earlier today, I had an ISTP in the bathroom, get really ragey at me tell me I was a douchebag, tell me all these sorts of stuff because he overheard something I said in, in a conversation and he took it out of context and he got like really violent with me in the bathroom. And it's like, wow, dude, you're like super judgmental. Like, why are you so judgmental? I like literally did nothing wrong. You know, you took out what I was saying out of context and your TI hero didn't even bother asking me questions about what I was saying. And if you actually just stood there for a moment, let go of your pride for a second, instead of just judging me with your TI hero and automatically stupid zoning me and actually ask questions, you would understand that I have some really good rationale for the thing that you took out of context from my conversation, right? But people are so quick to judge, especially when you're dealing with ESTJ shadow and ESTJs love to judge people like uh, the covers of books. They won't even open the book and actually see what's inside and they, they rush to judgment basically, which can be a huge problem as well, right? So yeah, from that point of view, it's absolutely critical. It's absolutely important. Make sure you don't enable SI users. Make sure that SI users in your life are trading effort in exchange for a comfort zone. They're earning that comfort zone, right? And again, one of the ways they do that is by having the most healthiest relationships with members of their gender, basically. That's what it's all about, consistently. Let's see, 
Um, Mortal says, you got to risk people being offended and putting yourself out there as a man regardless. That's right. I did not type people yet, no. What does heart temple value? Pursuit of happiness. Uh, then why put yourself there? Because it's what I got to do. Uh, let's see here. Any other good questions? Let's see, as I check the uh, stream chat right now. Wes had a great question. Shout out to Wes for the awesome question. Does the relationship of men with their mothers important? For example, how men treat their moms? Yeah, it can be, but the problem is, is that most mothers, especially in Western society, don't really care about their children that much. They really don't. Most mothers, especially like the younger they are, like Gen Z or Alpha Generation, they just really just don't care that much about their children. Not like past generations. And you know, right now we're in like this decay society as a result. And the SI users are just retreating into their comfort zone, retreating into binging on food and getting fat, re retreating into video games, retreating into escapism, basically. And it's especially bad with NPs because NPs are just naturally weak. That's why it's written, the first will be last and the last will be first. Because NPs are the weakest when they start out in life, but then at the end of life, they become stronger than everybody else. It's no wonder that the most powerful man on the planet just happens to be an INFP. See what I'm saying? So that's what that's all about. So yeah. Anyway, folks, I think I've hammered this question really hard. Like I've hammered it. So hopefully you guys got a lot of context on that one and uh, hopefully you get some uh, understanding uh, to that end. So yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I'm like so tired. I'm like all INTJ right now. Can't even uh, like cognitive transition to my shadow right now because I'm just like, my SI is shot. All right, another question. Um, who's the most powerful man? Uh, the head of the Rothschild family, naturally. Uh, are you gonna type someone? I might. Didn't have any takers, so. Biden, Biden is a ESTJ. Do NTPs have the Philosopher's Stone or is it just INFPs? It's just uh, philosopher types. If you wanna learn more about philosophers, Go to, uh, go to season 17 playlist on the channel. Vind asks, why are you beardless? Doesn't suit you. Eh, I was trying something out for summer, but it's over. If you notice, I'm not shaving right now, so it'll be back. Give it like a week or two, it'll be back entirely. So, beard's coming back, mustache is going away. That's kind of what's going on, so. Yeah, uh, might pack it up, I'm just exhausted, so. Lumberjack time with us, Chase? I know, right? Smokey the Bandit with the mustache. Good times. <laughs> yeah, dudes, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm heading out for the night, so. Thank you all for watching and listening. Like and subscribe, and uh, see you guys in the next episode. Later.